Ready PG, the curious little podcast. Let's find out something else. I forgot how that song goes. Oh, <laughs> is that the Curious George song? Yeah, from like back in the day. Oh. Not not the one now. Not the current iteration of Curious George. Yeah, because I only know the Curious, Curious George. <laughs> right? That's how it goes. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty good. That was, yeah, that's good. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Rated PG. I'm Melissa Pressman. I'm Benji Pressman. Um, and we have uh, three Hellions. Uh, yes. Nathan is five. Liam and Charlie are three. And we talk about the movies that kids watch. So we don't go crazy. Things will get broken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I wanted to talk... Real quick, because I just, I, I would like our listeners to go on this journey with us um, as we navigate this next phase of life with twins. Um, but Liam <laughs> is a sneaky son's a bitch, okay? <laughs> he, <laughs> he now, two, two instances, okay? First one is just whatever. He didn't like the brush I was using. Mm -hmm. And then I couldn't find it. Like I couldn't find their brush. And I was like, I guess I just have to get a new brush. Like I can't find their brush. And then I found it. Where was it? It was in the trash can. He threw (laughs) it away because he wanted a new brush. Yep. I was like, all right, I I hear you. I was already going to do that because I couldn't find this one. But I got it loud and clear. Now. Here is instance number two. We uh, split them up on the weekend. So that way they have like time apart. Which is important for their individualization. Um, And also so Nathan can have one-on-one time with a brother. Um, Because I do think there's a little bit of like ganging up on him sometimes. Mm -hmm. uh, Because they are, they they can be a unit. Um. More often than not, and and it does. There are some definite positives. Mm-hmm. They are thinking of each other while they're gone. Mm-hmm. Whoever gets home, like when whoever I have when we get home, Charlie will be like, "Where's Liam?" Yeah, or Liam will be like, "Where's Charlie?" Yeah, and like this past weekend, I had Charlie, mm-hmm. and then when Liam came back, he was like. <gasps> Charlie. So, I mean, it's really cute and they like fill each other in. So it's all great. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, that's all positive. So the one who goes with Benji gets to go in the blue car. That's our new, which is smaller not car. The normal minivan ride. Basically they only go in the minivan. <laughs> and, uh, uh, so Saturday we're getting ready and clothes had come off. They're very into getting themselves dressed right now, right. which on the balance, great. Can Fine. be a little frustrating, but so good for them. So clothes have come off. One of them comes in. And for whatever reason, I think it's Charlie. I don't know what, but I just say, are you going with dad today? And he says, yeah. And I go, okay. And who's going to go with me? And he says, Liam. 
And I said, great. Yes, that is correct. That's how this is going down. It is going to be <laughs> Charlie is going with dad. Liam is going with me. And then like he gets dressed and I'm using Liam in quotes gets dressed. And then I think, but then they come in. You, you were like yelling at Charlie. I was like, but I thought this was Liam. And I'm looking, I'm like, wait, what? Wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> you got parent trapped. Liam lied and said he was Charlie because he wanted to go in the blue car. And he did it on purpose. Mm -hmm. He did it on purpose because I said, Liam, why did you say you were Charlie? And he was like, I wanted to go in the blue car. <laughs> and I was he like, oh, it. my God. Like he, Because he was just like, yep, that's right, Charlie, that's me. And Liam, that's the other guy. He's going to go with you. <laughs> like he, oh, a snap a dap. Yeah. So just... I'm just preparing you, listeners, because I feel like it's just going to get worse. It's going to be a lot of hijinks. <laughs> oh, man. No, they're definitely starting to get to the age where they think they're really clever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And really subtle. They're not. Whatever he he had he, us he had us fooled. I I yeah, I thought was it like was the Charlie. First time, but in general, they're not very subtle. No, but I I thought I got I was just like, wait a minute, what what is happening? Every other instance, they want to be very clear about who's who. Yes, they are, and they're like, if you ask like who you know, what's your name? They're very clear. Like they don't they don't normally like switch their names around. But they, I was just like, oh, you little tricky, <laughs> tricky. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so anyways, so what did we watch this week? We watched Curious George from 2006. Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. description is, the man in the yellow hat is an oddball museum employee who looks after his pet monkey, an inquisitive and wonderful creature whose enthusiasm often gets the best of him. I mean, that is a general proper description of Curious George. Mm -hmm. It's not... I don't know if it's as specific as it could be about this movie. Yeah. Um, and I will say, like, I really, I do really enjoy this movie. It's just, it's sort of like, um, oh, fixing my chair. Oh, God. Sorry, guys. That got a little nuts. Um, uh, it, it's like that Winnie the Pooh. Like, it's just, it's just really kind of sweet. It's pretty chill. Stakes are very low. It's very easy. Um, it doesn't feel long. I don't think it's a long movie. No. And they really set the tone by having Jack Johnson do the soundtrack. <laughs> I know. That's, I just <laughs> curious, George. Jack Johnson soundtrack. <laughs> right. <laughs> so just, it's very mellow. Very mellow. <laughs> very mellow. Um, so I do enjoy it because it's not one that like ramps the kids up and you can just kind of like have it on. You know, just it's like going to be out. calm. Um, you know, and this is one uh, origin story, slightly problematic. They definitely rewrote the origin story, right? Because in the um, original books, it's very, like, kidnappy, right? Yeah, I think he just gets taken yeah. from Africa. I mean, there's still a, there's still a lot of uh, issues around, like, post-colonialism of, like, 
we'll just go steal this giant idol from the indigenous people in this area in Africa. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so it's, you know. It's not uh, as weird as Babar, if you reread Babar, which is basically seems like a, uh, it's, it's basically like, oh, uh, the British conquered India and raised them up out of like, like being like awful and uncivilized. Right. And then they get to wear spats. Yeah. Which we have, we have the original from when I was a little kid. The OG. Babar. Babar. Yeah. Babar. Um, but yeah. So. But I always, the one thing, <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I do like about this and the like series that's on PBS, um, it does, I mean, Curious George is a toddler. Like yeah. that's just. It's basically a toddler. Yeah. You know, I, yes, it's a monkey in, in this space, but he's just a toddler is really all it is. Yeah. Really poorly parented toddler. Um, so. Uh, so it opens. Curious George is living in the jungle. Is he an orphan? He seems to be. He's like, on his he own. He doesn't seem to have a tribe or, or like no. Any, like he's just on his group. own group. Um, and we call him a monkey, but he doesn't have a tail, so he's not a monkey. He's an ape. But anyways, unless he lost his tail in some sort of tragic accident. Oh my god, that's possible. Maybe when his parents were murdered. Oh Jesus. Um. So he's playing in the jungle. All the little like kid animals are enjoying his company. They're doing like fun things. You know, he's like noticing bubbles and playing with like grass and Paint, painting, painting and butts and stuff. Doing all this fun stuff, and the adults. They don't like it. No, and you know, to say if they're not kids, fans. If I realized that our kids at the park were playing with another toddler mm-hmm. who had no parents, yeah, I don't think I'd just be like, "Oh, you're a bad influence on my kid," right? And like walk away, be, be like, "Where's your parents?" I'd be like, "We need to get you help. This like, is not good. We're gonna call the cops. Yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get." Gonna- Three row one child protective services, whatever, whatever we need to do. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna take care of you. It's it's gonna be okay. So, you know, they're just like, leave our kids alone. Um, and so then, you know, because then he's like all alone and he's getting himself all set up in the tree and everything. Um, and then we cut to the man in the yellow hat, who's not no. in the yellow hat yet. It's just Ted. Um, his name is Ted. Did we know? Did you know his name? Was, like, has that he's, ever been no. a thing? He's always just been the man he's in the yellow the hat. He's just the man right? in the yellow hat. He's never had a name. Um, and from the beginning, he's just been in a yellow suit. Like, that's always been his thing. Um, so he works at like a museum in the city. And I would say it's like a natural history museum. Yeah. Some, like that. Um, and he's voiced by Will Ferrell. Yeah. And. In in a very, I would say, like downplayed. Yeah, not a very Will Ferrelly. No, like, like role. Like um, like Lord Business. Right. It's is not very, like, very like strong character over right. the top sort he's of thing. Not, he's not being Mugatu. No, he's very he's very chill. It's a very subtle voice. It's not crazy. Um, but I would say that for everyone in this yeah movie. But he's also the straight man in yeah. this movie. He is. Um, and then 
he's like explaining things to a group of kids. The teacher's there who's voiced by Drew Barrymore. Um, who I think must have spent maybe an hour in the recording booth for this movie. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't know. think she, she had to put in a lot of work. No. Which is fine. Yeah. I mean, I think she's earned it. Cash them checks. Um, so she is crushing hard on Ted, which he yeah. is not picking up he on. He is not at getting all. that vibes. Um, so then they, the kids are a little like disappointed. Like they, cause they, they can't really like interact with anything. They're just sort of like, well, this is boring. Like we can't do anything. We just, just stare at this exhibit. Um, and then, um, Mr. Is it Bloomberg? Is that right? I think it's Bloomsbury. Oh, okay. Whatever. It's something. It's Bloomsbury. Bl- Bloom, yeah. Bloomy. Who does his voice? Dick Van Dyke. Oh, really? They got a really great voice cast for this. Yeah. Um, Who is the old man in the movie yeah. and has one of your favorite hairstyles, bald with a ponytail. It's not. I don't think you should lie to people. That's not fair. <laughs> um, so then, <laughs> so he's like, he wants to talk to Ted and he, you know, he's got an affinity for him. He really likes him. And then. Cause they're kindred spirits. Right. And, and he's like, look, we can't keep the museum open. It has to close. Like it's just not bringing in the revenue that it used to. Yeah, um, Ted and is then the son he wished he had as opposed to the son he has. Junior. Yeah. Um, who's voiced by David Cross. Who has the same hairstyle as his dad. Yes. Uh, just a shorter ponytail. Yeah. Um, but he wants to turn it into a parking lot. Where um, all the money is, and then uh, uh, bless you. Uh, so what is happening is that Ted's like, well, wait, let's go find this super rare statue. Like you had started this exhibit, like you had started the expedition to mm-hmm. find this and didn't. Whatever happened, or oh, Junior was born. Right, basically, <laughs> Junior is the cause of all of his disappointment, his problems. Um. So then he's like, yes, I'll do it. And then he's like, no, wait, I'm too old. And he's like, but Ted, you'll do it. And he's like, what? Oh, okay. So Ted's going to go on this adventure to save the museum. And Junior like rips out part of the map and is like, fine, go and do it. But you're not going to actually find it because right. he really wants to make this parking lot. Well, because, I mean, they're sitting. We see at one point that like it's, I guess, New York City. Mm-hmm. Some, yeah. Ish. Similar, yeah. And like the whole area around this museum is all built up. Yeah. So it's probably very valuable real estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, he goes into like a store of where they sell um, like, like gear. safari gear. Yeah. Uh, and he goes in and and there's like these two guys, New York accents like, that are starting. They're like, hey, yo. They're like, how are we going to sell all, the, all these clothes? But they were like, how are we going to sell all these yellow suits? And then Ted comes walking in and they're like, we got it. And then they just like flip on Australian accents. <laughs> Good night, mate. And then they're like, this is what you need, these yellow suits. He's like, really? He's like, oh, yeah, this is it. It's the new khaki. And so then he gets it and then he's on the boat and everyone's laughing at him. And he's just like, God damn it. So what year do you think this movie is supposed to take place? Because it felt like... Now. Because it, it felt a little anachronistic, like taking a steamship, like taking the boat... Like, but I think it was still like now he was just taking a boat. Yeah, because he was going. Guess it's a remote place, and maybe they don't have airports nearby or something. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't any. I think it was just 
it's an adventure. I, yeah. I don't know. But apparently all Ted packed was the yellow suit. Because like time frame wise, like even everything, like he's got a cell phone, he's got a right. That's true. You know, all the cars are modern. It's I I think it just takes place in modern time. He just it's an adventure. I boat. guess you gotta you gotta take two months to get there as opposed to <laughs> ten hours. It's an adventure boat. Boats for adventure. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so they're exploring the jungle, and I just wrote down that Ted is white privilege. Oh, no, he is. He was like, <laughs> that's what it says, white-splaining. Yes. But I, the, the one thing I do like is that everything that happens gets called out. Yes. Because the the guide that was taking him to where he needs to be, he's like, yeah, I know. I'm from here. I live here. And he would like start to say, he's like, yeah. I'm aware I live here. Like, <laughs> you don't have to tell me how this works. <laughs> so I do, like, I appreciate, like, things would get called out. Like, you're being an idiot. Um, so something happened and they had to wait. Which is why. Oh, he shot the trank. He tranked the guy. <laughs> Ted so tranked. To wait for that he to tranked off. the guy, so he had to wait. Um because he thought, oh, he thought he saw like a rhino or something, but it was a rock. Was and a they rock. were trying to be like, no, it's not a rhino. He's like, it's all right. I got it. And he so he went to go shoot it in the trank shot ba- right back. And then he was like, you, you're crazy. <laughs> he like reversed you, it. You're crazy. <laughs> I love you, man, but you're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So he's waiting. So he's having a sandwich. And then that's when Curious George shows up and turns out he loves to play peekaboo with the hat. I mean, and he's like, all right, cool. Um, And so then he's like following him around. Um, And then they go, they get to a certain point and he like pulls back and he finds like the little idol. And then he's like reading the script around it. And it was like about like like eyes to light. Yeah, seeing to something sight, about light. Yeah. And then go from blindness to sight. So he's like, I think I have to stare at the sun. I'm staring. It hurts. Oh my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like an and he's like, Oh, this didn't work. And then he's sort of like, Well, this is disappointing. Like, I I don't know what we're gonna do. And so he sends a picture of it. Like <laughs> the guy calls him, and I was like, "That's amazing cell phone service!" Right? Like he got it in the middle of day, the like, jungle. They talked about having to trek like four days through the jungle. Yeah, maybe it's a sat phone. Maybe so. Then it, you know, but then he takes a picture of it to send. Like this is what it is, and that is the beginning of the misunderstanding. Well, because he did not put it to scale, and he just happened to frame it in such a way that it just looked like this giant idol. Yeah. So everybody's like, "Oh my god, this is amazing." Um, so he's like, got to go back and, you know, he's a little bit like, uh, this is so disappointing. I can't save the museum. This is, uh, this is nothing. And he just says, we'll talk about when I get back. It's like, you're going to be on that boat for like three months. Right. <laughs> you got, you could going, have going back on the boat. You can have a conversation be like, Hey, like you got to manage expectations better. Going back on the adventure boat. Yeah, you got to manage um, up. And Curious George has followed him back, so he gets on the boat because he's going to go with the man. Because the man lost his hat, right? He's bringing the hat back to the guy. Yes. Yeah. the The hat like flew off. Curious George found it. It's going back. Um, and then the boat, the boat name is H. A. Ray. So 
Is that, and that's the guy who created the character? Yeah. Um, what does this say? Oh, uh, so then he's on the boat. Ted's like trying to figure it out. And then he's in like this little like his quarters and he's getting like smacked around by the dresser. <laughs> Just start laughing. Because <laughs> it smacked him in the like knees and then it smacked him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, George is down the cargo hold and like um, knocks over all the stuff. And I was like, oh, you worked in some product placement in this movie. Because it's all like dole yeah. produce. Um, which I feel like wouldn't come from there, but I don't know. Maybe. No, I thought we got all our bananas from uh, countries we overthrew in South America. <laughs> um. So then uh, George, uh, so that's where he's staying under there. And then they get, they port or dock or whatever, mm-hmm. and they get out. And um, and then they see, like, George comes running out because he saw the man. And George comes <laughs> running out. And the dock people were like, yeah, there's a monkey. Uh, put it under miscellaneous. So then you got to clear manifest so then george is like looking around like he's in this huge city he's and he's, just he amazed. saw the man in the yellow hat get into a taxi uh, yeah cab. and he can't find him in the taxi jungle because there's so many of them and he just like he keeps like bumping into different people and, and, and at one point a lady somebody screamed and the cabbie said no screaming in cabs oh is that so, what it is yeah i was like i didn't know that was a rule you know i think everybody has their own rules but again, another weird thing that like all the cabbies are just like white, like white dudes from Brooklyn in like 1955. Right. With <laughs> their, their like page. Yeah. They're page all boy like hats Marlon and, yeah. Brando and on the waterfront or yeah. something. <laughs> they're like, eh. and there's one who's like, what? Yeah, that. Yeah, I've seen it. Like, I've, I've seen, seen everything. everything. Um, and so then uh, he gets uh, Ted gets back to the, he's like. They're like stuck in traffic. He's like, you know, just forget it. I'm just going to get out here. I'm going to walk. Um, and then he goes to, uh, he's in his place and Mr. Bloomsbury calls him and he's like, I just got back. And he's like, oh my God, you need to come right to the museum. There's a whole thing going on. Like I've got the presses here. La la la. He's like, look out your window. You're going to love it. Oh, excuse me. And he goes to look. And it's this giant sign right outside of his window. Right, really just... That, that says, per- here's perfect this thing. Position. I found it. So yeah. it's like a picture of him with this giant idol. And he's like, oh, God. And then George gets into the window. Yeah. Um, and then, he, you know, and then uh, he, Ted sees just like the yellow hat. And he's like, wait, what? I thought I forgot that. And like, I lost it. And then, um, then he sees George. He's like, oh, my God, what are you doing here? And then we cut down to... Ivan, the doorman, who can smell the monkey through the air vents. And apparently they have a very strict no pets policy. No pets. In this building. And he starts like, and he, this is a big, formidable man. Yes. And he starts going up each floor and he's like, nope, nope, nope. Like just goes out and smells. <laughs> then he goes in and, and he was like, open up to B or whatever his apartment. 17B. Whatever it was. Um, and then he goes in and he's like, you have a pet? And he's like, no. And so he's looking around and George keeps doing like crazy things where he's not being seen. And so then the man like hides him in the bathroom where he unrolls all the toilet paper. He had a lot of rolls of toilet paper in that room too. And, and then I mean, they... This is what... Our kids have definitely done this. Yes. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's a toddler. So then... Uh, 
he goes in and Ivan's like looking through the toilet paper and he can't find, he's like, I, my nose doesn't lie. I know there's an animal. And he's like, and if I find one, you are ewicted. And he's like, e what? He's like, ewicted. He's like, what? And he's like, kicked out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I felt like he was uh, um, channeling Chekhov from the old Star Trek series. So then. Uh, and then. Um, so then George, like, what what was noticed was that George went up into the air duct mm-hmm. um, and he made his way up to the penthouse where some opera singer lady was having her like space redone with the painting. Um, and <laughs> she was like, these are not the colors of the opera house. They have to sing to me. And then she's like, you're fired. And then the guys were like, she fired us in song. He's like, yeah, but it still hurts. <laughs> yeah, I really like that moment. <laughs> and, but for whatever reason, they just left like eight open cans of paint on just the ground. Just left them. So George gets into it as he do. And he painted like, I mean, he's really good. He's quite the artist. Yeah. And he, I feel like in one of the books, he did something similar where he like decorated the house. No, there's with a, stripes and stuff like that. There is a lot of um, like references, to references that. to the original book. Because there's like a like red balloon at one point. Different like moments. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, so he like paints this whole like jungle scene and then. You know the bubbles catch his eye again. He goes in there, and then he's like dumping all the paint into paint in the bath while she's in there to see like all the colored stuff. But she's got excuse me, like super loud opera music going, and like cucumbers over her eyes, so she doesn't know anything's happening. And then the man gets up there, and he's just like, "Monkey, monkey, get over here!" And then finally, she like notices. Like I don't remember if George took the cucumbers off her eyes or whatever, but she notices. And Ted was like, uh, if I were you, I would just put those cucumbers back on. You don't want to see this. I mean, and then she's freaking out. Ivan comes up. As she should. There's a, I mean, even if she's seen the guy around, it's still like oh, yeah, no, an uninvited man in her house while she's naked in the bathtub. No, 100%. So Ivan comes up and, oh, God, hear me. Ted is playing it off like, I don't, I can't believe you would hire a monkey to paint your house. Like, this is... <laughs> so unsanitary or whatever i don't know and then he was like this monkey's with you he's like no he's not and then there's a picture of george yeah, holding with hands with <laughs> with him yeah like that was part of george's the mural the yellow hat. and he's like this is you and he's like there's a this is, no man <laughs> so he's like he gets kicked out of his house um and then he goes to the museum with george and then it is clear um, that Junior is trying to fuck Ted over because yeah. they get there and then um, be, this is, he hasn't talked to anybody. Nobody knows about the idol, but Ted's in his office being like, oh my God, like this is the worst thing that could ever happen. And uh, and then, and Junior was like, what? Oh my God, Ted made a mistake? Yes. And then, so he gets him up in front of the press and so then he's like up and then they're asking all these questions and he's not really saying anything. He's being very evasive. But at the same time, he is sort of like <laughs> answering like where they're like, were you amazed? Were you something like everything they say? He's like, well, it was this. 
So he's not quite saying it, but right. it just depends he on is. what your knowledge of the situation, how you interpret it. And is. then he sees George, and George has climbed up onto a dinosaur, and it just falls apart. Um, and I can't remember at that point. Oh, it must have happened before. So Ted did tell uh, Mr. Blooms Bloomsbury that the idol, like he showed it to him and he was like, this is it. This is what it is. And so then the dinosaur breaks. Oh my gosh, you guys. We're up late. Bloop. Bloop. <laughs> bloop. 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 <laughs> so, uh, uh, the idol. Um, and then, uh, and then, He's just like, you know what, that's it. Like, we're going to have to shut the museum down. There's like nothing we can do this about it. This is our it. last chance. And he must have spent like a lot of money marketing this yeah. thing. Yeah. There yeah. were like posters all over everywhere. I mean, there was a lines to get in. Yeah. And Junior was just like, it's okay, Father. We're going to do this parking lot. I'm here. I'm your son. I'm your real son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all he wants is validation. <laughs> um. So then they get out and then... You know, Ted's just like super annoyed. So he calls animal control and he's like, I've got this vicious like creature here. And they're like, okay, well, we're not open right now. So we'll leave a message. Okay, bye. <laughs> and I was like, I'm pretty sure that's not how that works. But yeah. so that's, so he's like, fine, whatever. So now he's walking around with him. Um, and they're at the park and he's just like super annoyed and, you know, it's nighttime. They don't have a place. It starts raining. And then... Um, George is, like, building a George nest, George has built basically. his, like, nest, like, in the tree. Or under the tree, That's I guess. Leaves, yeah. Um, and then the man with the yellow hat comes over, and he's just like, you know, don't... Don't be so proud of yourself. Like, this is why we're here. We don't have a home. Blah, blah, blah. And then, like, George makes him, like, notice, like, the stars. And then there's, like, fireflies. And it's this whole thing. And then um, it it's sort of like George is making him, like, slow down and just notice what's around him. He's like, just listen to little Jack Johnson. Because there's a lot. Sit down and relax under this tree, man. Ted does, like, live in his head. And just, uh, yeah. but also doesn't is not able to see, like, what's right in front of him I and, mean, like, when, realize that. I mean, when they were tromping through the jungles in Africa, his face was in the book the whole time. Right. Like, like he just... Guy, like, the book with the map. He wasn't really, like, looking around. Right. He wasn't paying attention. Uh, so then, you know, they sleep outside. The, they wake up, uh, and then he realizes that George has gone to the zoo because he hears something like, oh, my God, there's a monkey loose, and he... Something happens and he's like, well, it could be, I mean, it's a zoo. It could be any number of monkeys. And it's then like, something. The monkey's attacking me or something. And then like something that. happens. He's like, oh, that's my monkey. So he goes in and then the kids are there. I mean, these kids get to go on like field trips like all the time. They're really I mean, lucky. Yeah, it's the same kids, right? It's yeah. the same group of kids. Yeah. So they go, they're at the zoo and, and they're like, what's your monkey's name? And he's just like looking around. He's like, Washington. And one of the kids was like, that's a stupid name. And he's like, well, call him George then. And they're all like, that's a great name. They're yeah. Like, George? Yeah, we like that name. Uh, and then um, that they have like, he has like a moment with the teacher where he actually realizes that she likes him. She wants to go to the bone zone. Right. She wants to ride his banana. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm going to peel that yellow peel. Stop. Right stop. <laughs> you just stop. 
we're done. That's all. Um, and then, <laughs> uh, so then in this moment, like George takes like a bunch of balloons and then, uh, they're like, you have to go save him. So he, he goes, cause George is floating away. Yeah. And, and there is like a moment like this in like the original book where with a bunch of balloons, not just one, and there's nowhere to go, but up. So he goes, he, he takes a bunch of balloons and he goes and he, you know, he, he finds him and he's like using a kite to steer himself. Yeah. And and then they have like this moment again where he's just like, wow, like I'm on this adventure and this is kind of amazing and I wouldn't have done this. Um, and then he's like, oh, no, let's you know what? We can make the idol. Somehow we'll make the idol bigger. We're going to go see Clovis, who is the inventor guy. Clovis and he's is crazy. Um, voiced by Eugene Levy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so. So they're there and they're he's like going through inventions and they're trying to figure it out. And then George figures out how to make the idol big. Yeah, there's like a projector hologram thing. Using like these like fishbowl things, they're able to make it this whole thing. So then as they're driving through the city, George ends up projecting himself onto the city as like this <laughs> giant like King Kong. monkey. <laughs> and then like Ted's just like yelling at people like, pay attention to the road. What's wrong with you people? Yeah. And then there's this one moment where something happens. We don't hear anything. And he just says back, it's physically impossible for me to do that. <laughs> like it was something <laughs> where you're like, clearly someone told him to shove it. Yeah. Um, so then they get back, they get to the museum and he's like, well, I figured it out. Look, here's the thing. Here's how we fix the problem. We're going to project the idol. And then in that moment, Mr. Bloomsbury is like, oh, Ted, you're like the son I never had. (laughs) And Junior's like, but I am your son. He's like, yeah, I know. But he's like the one I never had. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's one of those moments where we're like, is this guy a good guy? So then Junior, uh, you know, again, sabotages, dumps coffee all over the projector and then it, he's like, why would you give a monkey coffee? Like, why did you do that? And then, you know, Ted's mad because he thinks George did it. Uh, and then they leave. There's like, and then there's a line of people waiting to get in. And people, he, I mean. And he was just like, no, don't just leave. It's closed. It's not open anymore. Because they keep saying it's like the eighth wonder of the world and whatever. But like, yeah. But that many people really line up to see a sta- like one statue. Sure. You know, they got nothing else to do. Um, so then, uh, George, uh, they're, they're waiting outside and then animal control shows up and they're like, we heard about this guy. Uh, should we take him? And he was like, yeah, go ahead, take him." So he gets taken away. Um, and And then once again, they put an animal in a, in a cage that mm -hmm. the animal could clearly get out of if it wanted to. The bars were like really far apart. They weren't that far. He couldn't get out of that cage. I think he could. Okay. Um, so then. Like after he's gone, like Ted just starts to have this moment, and then he realizes how much he misses George. Big change and of he's heart, really. Sort fast. of like going through, and at one point he takes a balloon from a kid and just keeps walking, and the kid's like, like, "Hey, that's mine!" Yeah. Um. And then he like, then there's like paint, and he just starts like slapping handprints on a yeah, wall, and the guy's like, "Hey!" And so then he, he like causes an accident, like he just channels George. Yeah, like he just doesn't even like. And then he sees like the video from that day where he's like, oh, that's why there's so much traffic. <laughs> George. Oh, George. Um, Causing thousands and thousands of dollars of damage. And then he goes, 
<laughs> he runs into the teacher lady again. He was like hugging some man in a monkey suit. Um, and she's like, you need to go help George. And he was like, okay. So he goes to save George. And he just missed the boat like it was taking off again. Yeah, because they're basically deporting So then George. he goes on his his car, his Volkswagen, and he drives it and then he jumps and he lands. And you think he's landed in like the ocean, but the he's part, landed in a pool. The part I liked where he's like, this isn't a movie. <laughs> and he's like <laughs> flying through the air. Yeah. Um, and then he comes out and he's like, you guys are really dressed up for a cargo ship. And then he's like, oh, <laughs> this isn't a cargo ship. So then jumps he jumps off the side. Yeah, and then he goes to the cargo ship and he, he goes up into it and he finds George and he breaks him out and he's having this whole moment with him and he's like, I was trying to push you away and you know, but ultimately like you brought adventure into my life and I'm so grateful for you and blah 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 blah. blah, blah, blah. blah. Um and then George is trying to get his attention because he put the idol down and the sun was reflecting through it, and in doing so there was a map that was created and so george finally gets him to see that and then he was like oh my gosh this is what it meant like hold it to the light blindness to sight and he's like so they he's like next time next boat we're getting on a boat to africa and then the like horn goes and he's like uh we're already on a boat that saves a lot of time yeah (laughs) i mean it's true it cuts a whole couple hours off that like two month trip to Africa, right? So then they go, they find the idol, they come back, um, and then there's like the big opening of the exhibit, and Junior's there like doing valet parking, and this lady, the opera the lady, opera comes lady. in. She comes, <laughs> she comes, and she's like has him parking in the car, and he's like, "I'm sorry, I'm you know so far behind. Like the the closest parking lot's this far away." And and she was like, I know, I own that one. The real money's in the parking lots. And he's, he's like, like, I know, <laughs> I know. Um, so then they've completely redone the museum, and it's interactive, like everything. So yeah. you can be involved in it's the like entire a modern like, learning kids process. Museum. Um, and it's just, it's really cool. And then George goes in a rocket ship that Clovis put rocket fuel into Clovis. So now he's shooting off into space. So and the man, they all have barely makes it. And fortunately there's like spacesuits and stuff in there. So they're ready to go. And then he was just like, um, <laughs> so they're off to space. Uh, and then, um, he's like, okay, one time around and then we got to go back. Cause I have a date. Uh, <laughs> Oh, Um, and then we are into the credits and I really do. I think the credits are cute because it's all like pics from the book, which then you see all like the little like bits that went with the, like where they got like the, The from the original. Yeah. Yeah. It's super cute. It's a super cute movie. I highly recommend it. Just, and then you groove out to some Jack Johnson. That's right. Oh, I feel so. Oh, I'm so chill. I like it. All right. So, what are you guys doing? Oh, I know what you're doing. You're following us. <laughs> you're rating. You're reviewing us. You're subscribing to us. So one time, if you follow Melissa, she won't try to stab you. Well, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. But that's like common sense. Um, uh, remember when, <laughs> when we were like 
I don't even know if it was when we were first dating. And then I was like, oh, yeah, well, when you walk to your car, you, you, you put your keys through your fingers. So if somebody tries to come at you, you can, like, stab them. And you're like, what? Yeah. That and was I'm my like, first exposure to patriarchy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, got to be ready. Um, <laughs> so follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rated PG Podcast. Mm-hmm. And on Facebook at PG Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, like rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. Um, it makes it possible for other people to find us because then they're like, oh, people like this show. I guess we'll let them know it exists. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So help us out, man. Yeah. Because uh, you like us. Right? Right? You love us. Right? Uh, and like I've been saying... We've got exciting things coming. We really do. I'm not. I'm not just saying that to get you to like do things. Is is it, it, it? We're trying new things. You know, we're in a second season. Uh, this is when you try new things. Right. It's an experimental stage. It's not butt stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, we got uh, you know fun, uh, fun springy kind of movies coming up. Um, yeah, we're in March, man. March Madness. Here we go. Maybe they should have all been basketball themed. Or, or I tell have, you what, I tell you what. Should we have watched 64 movies and try to narrow it down to I, the best one? I tell you what is coming someday. Space Jam. Two. No, just Space Jam. Okay. When yes. we when when we do a throwback. That's but there is also Space Jam 2 production starting this summer. I know. But I'm not talking about that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so see, see, you don't want to miss this. Switty repartee. You don't want to miss. The banter. What happens in our day to day. Yeah. These witty vibes. This is every day. Every fucking day. It's great. It's fun. I love you so much. Love you too. <laughs> so yeah tune in and just remember if the kids aren't watching it we ain't talking about it I'm Joel Spence. And I'm Deborah Tarika. And we're co-hosts of this particular album is very, very important to me. This is the podcast where we ask people we love to pick an album that is very, very important to them. And here they share their memories. Great and not so great. And emotional connections. Great and also not so great. And we all get to listen to it through their ears. Join us for season one with guests like Ty Burrell, Nicole Byer, Betsy Sodaro, John Ross Bowie, and more. Available at Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.